0: Once people get really good at it, they start doing it on their own.
1: So the big question is, what are top agents doing to absolutely crush it in real estate, grow their teams and add more transactions year over year while so many struggle? To get the answers, we interview top real estate agents to learn their secrets to success. Listen, we believe every agent should make a minimum of $100,000 per year, and we're on a mission to make this happen. We've already helped over 100 agents achieve this with our coaching. So if you want to fast track your business growth, get to your first $100,000 in GCI or add another $100,000 in GCI using social strategies, then head over to go.eliteagentsecrets.com or you can just click the link in the description below. Also, just make sure to follow us, hit that subscribe button, and if you get any value from this at all, please tell a friend and leave us a review. My name is Andrew Dunn. And my name is Peter Michael. Welcome to Elite Agent Secrets. Let's move into your second secret to success, which is actually open houses and yeah. do so for real to listen why is open houses your second secret to your success
0: so uh, so a couple of my agents are are new to houston new to houston they don't they, they've never been here they don't have a sphere here and and so i'm i with the market being like it is i think this year we've listed probably 15 homes uh you know we had a pretty decent year as far as listings are concerned and so i make them double up i have a routine on how i set up my uh, my listings And then I I make sure that my people are ready for the open houses. You got to do your homework. I mean, and most people go to open house, don't know shit about the house, don't know anything about the neighborhood. They just stick their butts in there and just sit, wait. And the biggest push I have is just kind of like the vacation thing. When you go to an open house and you got to get ready for it, you go there with work, have work to do, because if you have work to do, people show up. If you don't have work to do, nobody shows up, right? But know about the neighborhood. Know where the stores are. Know where the um, the uh, entertainment is. Know everything about. It. Know about the neighbors. I knock on the doors. Find out who lives where. Find out who the kids are. Because I teach my team. You got to get in there and you got to teach. You got to teach people. Hey, uh, hey, but, hey! How, what made you guys come out here today? Oh, this and the other. How's everything? Well, yeah, I got a realtor. Oh, great. I just, that's great. What about a lender? How's your lending process? Well, nobody ever asks. Realtors don't ask clients about their lenders, but the reality is, I'm partnered with lenders. So, guess what? I say, wait, well, are you just talking to one? You know, it's very important that you probably compare the, the different products from the different lenders. My lender knows if he gets a referral the whole time. Go, Man, why aren't you working with Ricky? You know? And, and you I remember hand, them. right? Yes. And, and, and the interesting thing about it, one of my realtors now, I met in an open house. He had a realtor. And then I just started talking about just, I just started educating about the the home buying process. Because whether they told me or not, look, I'm almost 60. I get kids that have bought houses. Help everybody know what the process is, Right. Then they call me back about a week later. Hey, do you, do you have time to take us on? Uh, I can probably fit you guys in my schedule. You know what I mean? And then a year later, he's like, I'm going to become a realtor. Now he's one of my realtors. Um, It's amazing. You you go out there, keep busy. The weekends is for makeup. What I mean by that is you have a daily goal of what you need, how many people you need to touch every day. Right. Mm -hmm. And on the weekends, the makeup for anything extra, Right. So and so that's why it's, it's all about scheduling your personal time first. Do a lot of open houses, get to know, door knock, do all these things and you'll meet people. And I have my one, I have one of my agents. Uh, she's she was here when I got here. She left a couple places. We were talking one day and she actually came back as my TC. Now she's a buyer's agent and uh, she hates open houses. But then she's like, well, I, I, I need some business all right, let's go to open house. I'll meet you there. We'll go together. I don't want to go. Come on, we're going to go. Man, she got three buyers. Now she likes open houses. Sometimes you got to people make people do what they don't want to do to get what they
2: want. Yeah. Right? Yeah. I remember my very first open house. I had First of all, I didn't know what a sign-in sheet was. I was basically ignorance on fire, right? Sure, I sure. Got to, I got to my open house. I was just getting ready to knock on, uh, on the neighbor's door, but I was too much of a Bitch <laughs> and chicken. <laughs> right? I went, I knocked on the door before they got even to the door. I ran across and I hid inside of my open house. I had, I think, like 80 some people, maybe 100, 120 people come through. You know, I've had music blasting. I had no sign in sheet. I didn't know what I was doing, but I sure as hell knew everything about that house. Yes. Like the good, the bad, the ugly. I took the time to learn about the neighborhood, learn about the school. So when somebody was coming in, I could speak to it. And keep in mind, this is me like a week or two weeks after I got my license, right? Right. Ironically, it was my listing because I was able to be blessed to be in a position where through our digital marketing, I got the listing, right? But the point is, when people came in, the person that ended up putting an offer in, was unrepresented, had no guidance. It was the first house they walked in. And I ended up helping them purchase that exact house just by education, right? So, like, I'm really big. And, Ricky, you're, I'm picking this up from you as well. It's like the education where it's like contribution and value. You don't know what the home buying process is? Cool, let me show you. You may be working with somebody, not trying to step on any toes, but have they asked, about the lending process have they asked you this have they asked you that right so just like that I took out my phone I had no sign-in sheet I turned my camera I took a selfie with them sent it to them filed up with them after the open house and they're like hey we actually want to put in an offer can you help us with that I absolutely I can <laughs> and,
0: and and that's the key you know what I mean yeah. is you se- serve take care of people yeah. you know and 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 today's buyer is a little bit more educated at least in their mind, for sure. So you know, you need to know how many how what houses sold in that neighborhood in the last you know six months, yes. what they look like, and so that well, this one yeah, but it did this, it looked this, you know. Everybody wants to find a deal, but right now there are no deals in Houston, Texas. Okay, but I don't know about anyone else. that's, any that's exactly, what, that's exactly what, what the
2: conversation looked like. Hey, what mm-hmm. about the house down the street that's for sale by owner that's like thirty thousand dollars more? I'm like. I encourage you to go by there and take a look and then come back here to have the comparison, you know? Yeah. No, I mean, and that's that's so true. And and that's why, you know, I hear some
0: people say that that the open houses are not worth it. I mean, people kick cans all the time, you know, and they go with people they like and people they trust. So if they are kicking the can at your at your open house and you treat them like a great human being, they will come back to you. Yeah. You know, they will. And I mean, if you don't want them sending me off I'll I'll write them. I'll write a contract for you. No problem. No I'll problem call you, because you've only written one. I did I did okay. I had two this morning and I, I just went over I went over my TC and told them exactly what I wanted it. And yeah, man, I don't care. I paid them to write the contracts. I pay them to do transaction. So from you, from TC, what's that? Do you have an
2: in-house TC? Uh, so, so I have one. I have two on my team. Oh, got it. Okay. Yeah. yeah so like I outsource it through a service, um, so they don't write the offers. That's why I had to learn. And besides, I really wanted to learn the contract myself to know how I can be more competitive. Sure. Right. Because if you know it inside out, it just. That's I didn't know
0: what i was doing. But you know what? I With having all these listings, I had one listing that I had almost 200 offers on. What? When you start looking at offers all the time, you know what I mean? You learn the contract and you realize yeah. how bad everybody else is at writing them. So, <laughs> you know, I, I learned
2: that's, that's the thing. Like the contract, it is. it's not rocket science. No. You literally check like maybe 10 to 15 boxes and there's like, 10 fields that are fucking blank, that are like name, purchase price, earnest money deposits. Like what, what is, what, okay, no. I gotta ask, what is a bed contract? How do you write a bed, how do you fuck that up? How do you fuck up the most important part of getting <laughs> of getting a chance at selling or buying a house out of the gate? No,
0: look, I just say, I partner with people that want to make money that want it more than I do. Right. And I just call them. I'll text them. I'm like, hey, you feel like writing a contract? Yeah. Okay. Here's the stuff. I I, I, I send them a text address, price, um, title, survey, option, freaking warranty, closing date. Here's a letter. Here's a pre approval letter. It's done. All right. Send it to me. That was simple. Yeah. Oh, so, so that's what
2: I'm saying is like, how do you write a bad contract? Like it is. Oh, I, I you, Yeah, all the time. Like what's a bad contract?
0: Man, people, people flip numbers around. They, they don't fill out stuff. They, I mean. House price. And, name. Yeah. <laughs> and <laughs> I mean, look, it's, it's just, it's embarrassing. And then when you start having to put them on these spreadsheets and compare I have, I pay people to put them on spreadsheets for, i look, I pay. I would rather do what I want to do. What's well, leverage, right? Yeah, no, for sure. And and they're they're just as committed. They want they want their money for what they want. You know, I figure on a, on a three hundred thousand dollar house. You know, that's maybe seventy eight hundred dollars. If I give eight hundred dollars away, I still have seven thousand. At seven thousand, I didn't have. When I do the math, I'm making about.
2: $250 an hour, where can you do that in corporate America? Yeah. Unless you're a doctor or attorney and that's not even corporate, right?
0: Yeah. No, man. And no. Nah, so, I mean, you gotta have your priorities. I know my priorities and that doesn't make them, I, I'm a very no. much double standard. My, my people know that you can ask any one of them. Do as I say, not as I do. You don't be me. You're young. You have a, you have, I'm, I'm going to teach you what you need to do that twenty years from now you'll be one of these big wigs. Look, I'm in yeah. my last sixty months. I, I'm a car payment away from retiring. All right, and I know exactly what I want to. I know. Pay more other-
1: What's that? I, I was going to say I know what bullet point number one is on your list. What's that? How to get to a hundred million. First these step. Fucking work. <laughs> No, no, no. It's before that. It's before that. Step one: listen to Elite Agent Secrets podcast. Step two, do the work.
0: Step three, you make hundred million. <laughs> you know what? So, so the, the, here again, my, every, every year so far, I've, I've I've increased my income by about 130,000 and worked less.
1: Yeah, it's great, man. You know? and, it's and, and,
0: and I have my, you know, you're asking earlier. I have I, these are my Bibles, right? So this is my first quarter. I'm tomorrow starts my second quarter. In here. I mean, I have it marked all the way out to the 30th of June, but the coolest thing in here is my freaking dream list. My dream list is what I, these are the my dream to do's. These are the things that I want to do. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. I want to pay off my, one of my houses by December 31st. You know, I I want to have my taxes done it and time for a change. You know, just there's things I want to do. And every single day I look at them. And I try to knock one out. I try right. to knock one out a month. And I mean, I look, man. I bought. I bought a toy last month. I was so excited with it's a. I see you got cars in the back. Of you so nineteen sixty yeah. Oldsmobile. Oh yeah, eighty eight. Ooh. So I mean, yeah. I love. I love. Normal toy, normal you normal. know what I mean. So it's it's all about what you want in life, and I find out what my team wants. You understand what's important to them. So when I call them, I'm like, Hey man, what are you doing? I'm not doing nothing. So how are you going to get that uh, purse you wanted? Yeah. You know? Whatever so, they yeah. want.
2: I have a list, you know what I mean? And, and I, do you, I, do you I have a to, specific planner that you use or just any old planner where you just meticulous where you can write that stuff down?
0: So I have my, it's funny. So I do this with my team as a Providence planner. It's just a, a daily planner. And I make everybody write their stuff down. Oh, here's my 11 pages of what to put in a plan. And then, you know, back in the day, you remember Franklin Covey. Do y'all remember that Franklin Covey planners? Yeah. That just shows my age. Right. So basically I used to teach at, at the army recruiting school, how to manage your time daily, monthly, weekly, the whole nine yards. And so, that's what this is about. So it's two days, the list of what they mm-hmm. have, their tasks, they do the follow-ups, their goals. And, and when they talk to you and, and you say, Hey, listen, I want you to call me back in a day or so they move it over and put it in. And why I do it this way is when they're driving, that, that should be number one, You would be your library where you listen to all the cool shit that you want to do. And number two, you make your phone calls, you know? And so you do that. It cuts down your days, you know? Um, And the other thing is like the second Tuesday of the month, we have what we call team red time. So everybody shows up at my, at the office at five 30. We talk for about 30 minutes from six to seven. We have, we have red time making phone calls and a competition. If they, if they contact a person, they get a chance. If they make appointment, they get two chances. I give them a hundred dollars gift card to the local restaurant. And we do that. I ain't going to say we drink adult beverages because that probably wouldn't be cool. But I, I've heard people do that <laughs> um, <laughs> because rejection is a lot better at that point. And, cool. and it's funny but because everybody's there listening to each other. They're talking. They're making phone calls. I think the last one we did, we talked to, we made 145 attempts, 47 contacts, nine appointments. And these are things they would not have done.
1: Yeah. Yeah.
0: And, and they get, you know, a chance at a, a gift card, they drink, they hung out. I mean, we do a lot of we do a lot of stuff like that because once people get really good at it, they start doing it on their own. But now the camaraderie and stuff like that, I, we push that a whole lot. Yeah. Um, so that, you know, we can make our money.
1: Oh, and by the way, if you're listening to this and you aren't making at least $100,000 per year in GCI and you're looking for a predictable system to get you there, then head over to go.eliteagentsecrets.com.